This is Connecting Dots from Fixed Cost Financial. Read the disclaimer in the show notes. Assume a conflict of interest with all companies discussed due to our extensive holdings. Let's begin. So we've talked about Nikola Tesla. We've talked about Nikola Motors. We've talked about Elon Musk. We've talked about Tesla. We've talked about hydrogen and we've talked about fossil fuels and we've talked about what fuel cells are. I've talked to you a little bit about what it takes to be a visionary and why most people are not visionaries and how difficult this topic is because we're into the lemming mentality, just follow the Pied Piper. I talked to you a little bit about infrastructure. We have visionaries like Eisenhower during the 1950s that created the interstate system here in the United States based upon the German Autobahn. Yes, during the World War I and World War II phase, the Autobahn was an amazing thing that Eisenhower realized you need to have arteries, the ability to move machines and people from border to border and coast to coast for national defense purposes. You know, gas stations that you know today and all these exits didn't exist years ago. As someone who was born in the 1950s, I can tell you that in the 1960s, traveling from Wisconsin to Florida, which we did every year, twice a year we would leave our home. We moved from Dallas to Wisconsin. We vacationed in Florida for about a month in the uh, fall and about a month in the uh, spring, besides our summer vacation. We did the same and went different places during Christmas and summer, but spring and fall was Florida. You didn't have all of the gas stations and the rest stops that you have today. You just didn't have it. It took time to build things out. So yeah, research, Europe, Asia, China, Japan, South Korea, and to the United States, everybody is researching and developing better technology when it comes to hydrogen. And you have to understand everything functions basically on a hub and spoke approach. You know, you have to have methodical expansion. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. It's a methodical expansion. And you have to kickstart things. Once you get things going and you have a proof of concept, the rest of it becomes fairly easy. So when it comes to Toyota and Pacecar, they've teamed up to create hydrogen trucks for the Los Angeles Port Authority and the various companies that are moving heavy items around Los Angeles. Now let's talk a little bit first about different classes of trucks. You have class one, two, A and B, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So when you look at, for example, a, let's say a Chevy uh, a Colorado, or um, a Ford Ranger, a Nissan Frontier, um, a Toyota Tacoma. Those are all considered Class 1 light trucks. You have a Silverado, you have a Sierra, Ford F-250, Nissan Titan. Those are Class 2Bs. If you move into, for example, a Class 8, that's a heavy truck. Weight limit, 33,000 pounds, for example. So your International Workstar, your Freightliner, your Kenworth, your Peterbilts, these are all Class A trucks. So what's happening is that they don't get a lot of mileage, okay? Whether it's fuel cells from hydrogen or diesel, these are five to seven mile per gallon vehicles. And we don't care about that. Because all these environmental PC people and authorities say that in the Los Angeles and Long Beach area, a lot of the... Air pollution is coming from these trucks at the ports. 
So they want to start phasing out these heavy-duty diesel trucks that are moving all these shipping containers and moving items to distribution points. We're talking 16,000 diesel trucks in the Los Angeles area, just in the port area. That's a lot. So when you have hydrogen that creates water, that's using batteries, it makes a whole lot more sense that it's hydrogen with batteries and electric motors than just batteries. Why? Because Elon Musk, as much as I like this guy, is completely off base, as is the entire battery industry, because you can refuel hydrogen so fast. You can't do that with batteries. It takes time. Rapid recharge is not good for a battery. Slow trickle effect is. So the problem is not just the time it takes to refuel a battery in comparison to hydrogen. It's also all of the rare earth minerals that are being used in batteries. And I'm going to talk about that in a few moments. You think about it. You force hydrogen gas through a catalyst, some type of a coated membrane where it bonds with oxygen from the air. It creates a water vapor. In the steam of the electrons, they produce the power. The same electric motors that are found in all electric vehicles generate the power to turn the wheels. But the thing is, these fuel cells are easily refillable. They're refillable batteries. Now, Toyota and the Mirai and the Honda Clarity, it takes about five minutes to refuel these things. Oh, no. Five minutes. They've got a range of 300 miles. So it's far less time to refill those things. Now, refilling a Class A truck's hydrogen tank, that's going to take a little bit longer, but way less time than a battery-only semi, Elon. And so Toyota, their fuel, their hydrogen fuel cell-powered truck went on display fairly recently at Auto Mobility in Los Angeles. It's the auto show for Los Angeles. Now, the drivers that tested this thing said, man, this thing is peppy and it's quiet. Have you been to Long Beach? Have you been to the ports? I have. I could tell you, I, talk, I, I read, for example, the Long Beach container cargo reports, something I do to keep on top of trends when it comes to way before the Department of Transportation or anybody else, the Bureau of Economic Labor and the Census Bureau, way before these folks come out with trade trade imbalances and what's going on, just read the container cargo reports. There's a little bit of technology that we use that you probably wouldn't think about. But if you've been there, it's loud. There's a lot of things that are going on. So the pace car Toyota technology, here's the key thing. For those of you who have ever driven a truck, okay, stick shift. I know a lot of you haven't anymore, but instead of an 18-gear transmission, you need only four. That's huge. Now, from a fuel economy perspective, it's going to be very equivalent. Five, seven miles per gallon, it doesn't make any difference. You're not producing anything other than water vapor for an exhaust. Is it a viable replacement for conventional diesel? Yeah. Right now in the ports, it is right now. And hauling goods to shipping distribution points like Anheuser-Busch is doing, that makes sense beginning to create refueling stations along the interstate and corridors so that the Class 8 Nikola 1, okay, from Nikola Motors, can go from border to border and coast to coast. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the problem is we have some very vocal horses' asses, and one of them is Elon Musk. So when I say that I like this guy, I do. Every time somebody criticizes him, and my son as well, I mean, the guy's a complete visionary, but, you know, it's kind of like Donald Trump. It wasn't for his mouth getting himself in trouble. I guess they just find some other way. But he calls it fool cells. Oh, no. 
And he's not the only critic, okay? Here's the thing. They all say the same damn thing. What they all criticize is there's no distribution network currently to get vehicles from point A to point B across the country. Last time, I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. The plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the Brondo's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brando. Yeah, but why do they use them to make Brando? Because Brando's got electrolytes. But we can get electricity easy to refuel our batteries. That's true, but pot, meat, kettle, Elon, you had to create these refueling stations all over the green earth. Oh, me, oh, my. Here and not too far from us, we have a place called Mimi's. It's a restaurant. I don't go to it. I don't like the food there. You may like it. I'm a person that really likes natural food. I don't like a lot of preservatives. I can't stand a restaurant that basically buys their their product from places like Gordon Foods, and they just then reheat it, and it's all packaged up. I just don't buy that stuff. So I'd rather cook, I'd rather brown bag it, I'd rather go to a restaurant that actually uses natural food and preferably locally sourced. That's me. I believe in locally sourced food as much as possible, just like I believe in energy independence locally, and I believe in indigenous peoples having power over their land. not being controlled by those from far away just because we lack the ability to say no to certain things. There's a lot of information there that you need to think about. But here's the thing. Hydrogen can be produced by cracking water. They say that's hard. Okay, wait a minute. Let's talk about this. Cracking water. The components are two parts hydrogen and one part water. H2O. Oh, okay. That's what we do. So we're refining water just like we're refining fossil fuels. Oh, so you you get oil out of the ground. Let's see, what do you do? You got to do all this penetration of the ground. You got to test wells and we put pipe in the ground and we hire these oil rig guys and we pump it out. And then we got to lay all this pipe. And then what do we got to do? We got to take the pipe and then we got to take it to a refinery. And, and of course, some of these places over in Sandland, they, they have oil. And we put it on tankers and we float these tankers across the ocean and we send them down to places like Galveston, Texas, and all over the green earth where we have refineries. And then we turn into various different types of, of oil. You know, you got oil for all sorts of different things. I mean, you can't use diesel to, let's say, lubricate, uh, I don't know, uh, the hinge on your glasses, right? Diesel isn't WD-40. So yeah, I mean, uh, we're we're fracking and we're we're drilling and and there's a whole industry there. Do you understand where I'm going? There's a whole industry. 
billions and billions and millions of people, trillions of dollars have been sunk into the oil industry. And all you're doing is cracking, fracking, refining, in one case, the Beverly Hillbillies and Jed and Earl, Iraq and Oral. All we're going to do is crack water. We're cracking water, the H2 and O. And so Tesla is focusing on battery power to power Class A trucks. Folks, it's just cracking. The technology been around forever. So which technology is going to end and win the game? I don't know. You're going to have battery-powered vehicles. You're going to have hybrid vehicles, combination of hydrogen and battery. Oh, we have that now. We have hybrid vehicles called a Prius, Toyota, hmm. small gas tank, battery-powered. So we don't believe that hydrogen is going to be the winner immediately. But in the long term, yeah, it's the winner. And one of the things that we have to think about is what really goes into the making of batteries. We'll talk about that next. This is Paul Truesdell, and you are listening to Connecting Dots. Make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. Connecting Dots is for educational use only. Investment performance is not guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation or needs. Nothing should be construed as an individual recommendation. Always read and all applicable information carefully before making an investment decision. Investments are not bank guaranteed, not FDIC insured, and may lose value. Due to our extensive holdings and that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and thus a conflict of interest should be assumed.